Welcome to Redefine Reality, where we trade raw stories that activate your soul to courageously lead you to a healthier, happier, more authentic, and magnetic you. I'm your host, Rita Pira, a Middle Eastern Christian woman that broke free and created a new reality. By defying the societal and cultural expectations that we were programmed to obey, you'll see and feel the magic of the universe as you allow your soul to play and lead the way. Despite the fear of judgment, failure, and even being seen, you'll take courageous action and manifest your wildest dreams. My intention is to inspire you to be free and do whatever you're lit up by and guided to, to get you to stop doubting and start believing in yourself and find your way to abundance and optimal health, to elevate your environment and reach and embody enlightenment, to release the guilt and shame and rewire your subconscious brain, to light a fire under your ass and get you out of your own way at last, moving you straight into action and mastering the law of attraction. My ultimate goal is for each episode to activate your soul, to trust your intuition and know that you are whole, so you can live your purpose and make an impact and shed all the layers of what's holding you back and dimming your light because it's time that you rewrite your life story. Hi, what the fuck is up? It's your girl, Rita, Rita, Rita. How do you want to say it? I don't care. If you can roll the R, then fuck with it. Anyway, hi. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of the Redefined Reality Podcast. And it was formerly known as Trading Raw Stories. In the last episode, we talked about bridging the energy gaps of assumptions, perfectionism, and fear. And this week, I wanted to talk about how to be energetically wealthy, how to get your energy on point. We're going to talk about a few things, how to be intentional, how to raise your vibration, how to be energetically magnetic, attractive, and basically have it on point, son. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) In a nutshell, you have to let your soul lead the way. Get out of your head. Never go back and forth in your head ever again. When you're lit up, you feel a fuck yes, go for it take a step toward it, a baby step, teeny tiny one. Going through life with absolute knowing and guidance is the ultimate freedom and the highest energetic frequency that you could be vibrating that makes your energy on point and has you be magnetic and confident and just going with the flow of the magic of the universe and you become this vibrant, beautiful, shiny thing that just is so happy and farting rainbows and everything is working out for you. This is not going to be your standard how to raise your vibration with like getting your energy on point by nourishing your body, getting enough sleep, drinking good water, doing breath work and all these healing rituals and raising your baseline and moving your body and playing and being like a child and, you know, investing in yourself and getting a coach and all these things. 
yeah, those are all absolutely crucial to having your energy be on point. But what we're going to talk about today is something so big that you don't realize is probably the number one thing blocking you from becoming magnetic, becoming high vibrational, becoming more attractive, more glowy, more shiny, more happy, more joyful, more everything. This is the one thing absolutely 1000% blocking you that you do not even realize. It's releasing stuck emotions. Anger, resentment, guilt, shame, all these things will absolutely raise your frequency almost fucking instantly. Let me explain. Once upon a time when I was, wait, I should wrap that. When I was just a little baby boy, my mama used to tell me these crazy things. She used to tell me my daddy was an evil man. She used to tell me he hated me. But then I got a little bit older and I realized she was a crazy one. Hold up. That's what I was going to talk about today. I hated my dad like big time, like more than anything in the world. I hated this man so much. I carried so much resentment, anger, and just hated him. I used to say And get this, okay, like, please, like, don't judge me for this, for sharing this and being open and vulnerable about this. I used to say that if he died, I would dance on his grave. That's fucking sick and fucked up. And I feel like shit for even having said that and having saying it like now out loud. I did not talk to him for over a decade. I would walk past him as if he did not exist And we would like, I'd come to visit and my mom would be afraid. Like she wouldn't want me to come to visit because we would go at it. Like I would basically go at it. Like I hated him. Why? Because I made up these stories in my mind that he was not a good father. He was not a good husband and that he was just like a waste of space, air, everything. Like it was crazy how I put all these pieces together from what I observed as a child, as a teenager, making my mom super innocent and not knowing any of the actual truth. Not that she wasn't innocent, bless her heart, she's an angel. <laughs> but what happened was, I, wait, no, what had happened was, um, um, you know where that's from, right? Anyway, I experienced him drinking. I experienced him uh, gambling. I experienced losing our house in, I think it was high school. I experienced him coming home at crazy late hours in the morning. I experienced and witnessed, you know, yelling, emotional, physical abuse. And notice I'm saying I experienced him doing these things. I'm not calling him an alcoholic. I'm not calling him a gambler. I'm not calling him anything. I'm not blaming and I'm not shaming and I'm not accusing and I'm not naming things. It'd be like, he's an alcoholic, he's a gambler. No, not saying a single one of those things, which is very different from how I used to talk about this. And that's because I did the work, darling. I learned in 2016, this is when this really kicked off for me. I read a book called A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson, who, by the way, ran for president. I was like, she's going to save the world. Uh, But she didn't. They're making fun of her big time because she's super spiritual and they were calling her woo woo and things like that. But she's amazing. And one day I'll have her on this podcast. Hashtag manifesting. What's up, Marianne? I love you. I saw you speaking in New York. I read her book and I got to this page about having empathy for your parents and realizing that they're truly only doing the best that they 
know how or have the resources to. And I never, ever, not once looked at my dad and and had any empathy for him just going like, you know what? Wow. I feel so bad for him. He came from Iraq with a wife and, you know, or got married and came to Iraq and had me and then my sister and then my brother. And he's a mechanic and driving a tow truck and trying to make ends meet and doing the best he can in a foreign country because America was a foreign country to him, right? And I didn't think like, oh, I wonder what his childhood must have been like. And now that I have a great relationship with my father, he's told me stories that are fucking traumatizing that no child should go through. And I'm just like, oh, feeling like even more shit. Like, I wish I knew this, but it's okay. You know, the fact is we're great now. We're making the most of our time now. We text each other. He sends me photos and I see him and I hug him and we cry together and laugh together. And it's just wonderful. So if I could repair my relationship with my dad, so can you. And it's so exciting to think about that. Like if I had it that bad and now we're great. Like imagine what that could do for you. And I know that if you, for example, don't have your dad in your life anymore, keep in mind that I didn't even have a conversation with him to clear this, right? He, w- I didn't have a talk with him. I didn't have to get him to apologize. I didn't have to have him hear my side and make my my point and blame him or any. None of that had to happen. I was on the beach reading this book. And I just announced, I declared, I forgive you. I love you. I see that you did the best you knew how and you love me and you cared for us and you tried your hardest and you had things that you didn't get to accomplish in your life and dreams that you had and you had a rough childhood and whatnot. And I see that and I understand and I'm sorry and I love you and forgive me and I forgive you and I just let it go. And then his birthday was around the corner. I called him on his birthday for the first time in like a decade. I called him on Father's Day. He was like, what is going on? Like, it didn't make sense to him. Like, why is she suddenly like okay and loving toward me, right? The other thing with that is I talked to a numerologist pretty recently, like last year, And she told me that my dad had his greatest healing from a Sagittarius. And guess who's a Sagittarius? Yours truly. And I realized something else at that point after she told me that. I was like, whoa, I never realized how traumatic it must have been for this Assyrian man to have his firstborn daughter hating him, walking around this planet, hating him, defying him, breaking all the rules set by Assyrian people, apparently. And that's the thing is like, I never put myself in his shoes or never cared about what his experience was. Never even dawned on me to think like what I'm doing wrong or bad, which brings me to the first and most popular by far way that uh, people have like views, major views of explaining why they do what they do or why they don't do whatever. It's moralistic. The The view is held by most people who are like four years old. <laughs> it's like this. Why didn't she do that? Or why did she do that? Because she's a bad girl. Why did he do it? Oh, because he was a bad boy. Of course, like that's the way a four-year-old thinks, right? They've been taught to think that. So it's also the way all of these grown-ups are running around living life. Like people have been taught to understand themselves and others 
by applying praise or blame, pride or shame. And this is also something I learned in rapid resolution therapy. And so that's what moralistic thought is. It's the way that most people you know think. So what I want to do is help you to repair a relationship or release guilt or anger or resentment without even having to have a conversation with the person. Because if they're no longer here or whatever the case may be, you could still be carrying something that's unresolved and it's blocking you. So everyone has been doing their best or more accurately, you could say that they've been doing the only thing that they could have done at the time, right? So when you learn something new, like if I teach you right now a way that I learned in rapid resolution therapy, you'll be able to apply it and generalize it to everything. So that the things that I don't touch on, you will know this and you'll be able to unconsciously apply it to other things. Like if you teach a little kid how to tie a pair of shoes, right? Then you teach them on another pair of shoes, but then you bring out a third pair and the kid goes, all right, I got it. I got it. Like you don't have to bring out every pair of shoes in the world. Like I got it because your mind is going to apply what you learn to everything, right? So here's an example of like if you lost somebody that you loved and you feel guilty about something or they did something to hurt you that you feel they shouldn't have done. So the thing is that I'm learning is there isn't should or could. That's something that like you can't. You just can't. If you go, I should have done this and you go, okay, go do this five years ago. You're like, I can't. Why not? Because it doesn't exist. So when you tell your brain, I can't, I can't is not a bad thing. I can't is actually a good thing. When you say I can't, you're telling your brain to stop asking you to try to do something that you can't do. And it like releases it, lets it go because the past does not exist. There is no in the past. It doesn't exist because right now if I say, Rita, go back to when you were a teenager, 17, 18, 19 years old, and you used to say that you would, you know, dance on your dad's grave. Uh, go and go back and change that. I can't. Why not? Because it doesn't exist. Like this is something I learned in rapid resolution therapy. I'm in this training and it's like so fucking epic. Like you could heal some shit in one session. And I'm going to start offering these sessions, by the way. And I'm going to start offering them for free because I really want to help people change their lives with one conversation. So if you're somebody that's feeling like, oh my God, me, 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 pick me, 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 then send me a DM. Let me know that you want to try the rapid resolution therapy and I'll do it just in exchange for a testimonial. Okay, let's do another example. So let's say, for example, you have a family member that passed and you feel some sort of resentment or anger or shame or guilt or something toward them, right? Let's say it's guilt and let's say it's your sister and maybe your parents were really hard on her because she came out of the closet and she was declaring that she's a lesbian and say your dad was a pastor, or some super religious guy, right? Both of your parents are religious, okay? And your sister was like not wanting to be anymore. And so there's all this conflict between the family because of this. Now you feel guilty because you didn't stand up for her and you followed what your parents were saying instead. So then now she's gone and you feel bad about that. 
you're holding on to that even though she's not here anymore, right? So this could be applied to like me, for example, if I were still hating my dad and then he passed away and then I felt guilty about not patching things up with him and, you know, all that stuff. This would apply as well, right? So same thing with you. If your parent or sibling or whoever it is that you feel like there needs to be some sort of resolution, releasing energy, whether it's anger, resentment, or shame, or guilt, whatever. Whatever it is, you can actually release it without even having a conversation with the person. So whether they're here or not, you can release it, okay? So it's about realizing that the person or the thing that happened it's not in the past and it because the past doesn't exist and you can't go back to any time and do anything about anything. So it's not that you could or should or whatever. So say, for example, I would say to you, okay, try to defend your sister now because that was the thing that you said you feel bad for not standing up for her, right? And this was the example I was giving. So go ahead and try to defend her from your parents in the past. And you'd be like, I can't. Okay, now how about where's dad making her feel guilty or bad about being gay? Nowhere. It doesn't exist. Okay, so what if I told you um, go shovel the snow right now? You'd say, I can't. It doesn't exist. There's no snow right now. It's like I'm in Bali and it's sunny, right? So it doesn't exist. So my brain is like, no, I can't. Okay. Now, what if I told you, okay, go get your dad to stop making whatever her name is or whatever this person's name is, um, get them to stop making her feel guilty about being gay. And then you would say, I can't. And I would ask you, why not? And you'd say, because it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Not even it doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist Now, what if I said, make your father treat your sister differently five years ago? Make your dad act differently five years ago. You would say, I can't. It doesn't exist. So when you feel that I can't, like I can't, your mind has been doing all this stuff that's been making you feel crappy and like shit. And it's not because it's interested in you having insight or anything. It just wants you to do it. That's it. Your brain is like a monkey. It's not trying to get you to be self-aware. It's like, just do it. I can't. You can't. You can't. Period. You just can't. And then when you check for the feeling, like, do I still feel guilty? It's like, no, it's gone. Do I still feel resentment or anger or whatever? No, it's gone. Right? It's gone. So the guilt It's to get you to do something differently in the past. But there is no past and there is no you in the past who could do anything differently. So your answer of I can't is perfect. It doesn't exist, okay? Now, when there's anger, it's designed to get someone else to do something differently in the past. So if you think about, okay, where's dad five years ago? He's not there right? So the answer is, it doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. Okay. Where's dad five years ago? Doesn't exist. Okay. I want you to keep 
thinking about this, like answer the same way every single time. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It'll get clearer and clearer each time because as obvious as it is, it's still brand new to your brain and it's totally obvious, but it's brand new. So it's going to get it basically over some time. But when I ask you, okay, where's your dad five years ago? Doesn't exist. Okay. Where is he four years ago? Doesn't exist. Where is he a year and a half ago? It doesn't exist. 20 something years ago, it doesn't exist. And get your dad to act differently 27 years ago. It doesn't exist. Get your dad to act differently 17 years ago. It doesn't exist. Right? Are you getting it? So get your dad to understand things that he didn't understand two years ago. It doesn't exist. Get him to know something that he didn't know 10 years ago. It doesn't exist. Right? Get your dad to treat your sister better or differently five years ago. It doesn't exist. So when you think about this and you keep saying it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist, you're you're tricking your brain. You're telling your brain, hey, this is this doesn't exist. So stop asking me to do this thing, right? Stop asking me to feel this way or try to change this thing because it doesn't exist. I can't. And that's when it starts to clear. So now if you were to check for the anger, you'd realize, oh my God, I'm not angry at all. And that's what happened with me and my dad. I just cleared it because I realized this is really ridiculous for me to feel this way and be so angry at him and hate him and this and that because I realized all the good and all the empathy that I was able to have for him and to make peace with what I experienced as a child and to want to move forward in my life. Like I consciously chose that. So I released it. I let go of it. And I realized that it doesn't exist anymore for me to hold on to all of that and to realize that he was doing the best that he knew how. I really made peace with it without even having a conversation with him. And if you're inspired by the story of me healing my relationship with my dad and you're interested in maybe working with me to clear this, because I actually did this with my last client. She came to me about getting to be more confident and releasing self-doubt and getting over a relationship um, and also getting clear on her purpose and things like that. But us working together, we had this week and a half long, almost two weeks together, um, where it was like deep work that we were doing. And in these conversations, her dad came up and we wrote a letter to him and it just cleared everything. And that's also something I'm noticing that people come to me for support with writing. So if you were trying to clear something with somebody and you were writing something to them, you would send it to me first and I would revamp it and get it to be clean and conscious and result-oriented, solution-oriented. So it ends up getting you the result that you want really fast. I also did this for my friend here in Bali where he was about to do a photo shoot for free and I was like, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, you don't do shit for free anymore. Come on, like you gotta get paid for the gifts that you have been given in this world and it's like if you keep doing these things for friends for free, then you'll be working a job just to get by so that you could do the thing you love for free. That makes no sense. <laughs> Right. So I was like, no, uh, -uh. you're going to message this person right now and you're going to tell him, hey, you know what? I've been sitting with this and da, da, da. And so I crafted this 
thing for him to send, but only after he wrote what he was feeling. And then I took it and used his voice and created something magical that got him basically to be paid for the photo shoot he was going to be doing for free. So yeah, that's how impactful one-on-ones with me are. And I actually do have some space for one-on-ones. I'm calling in women like my clients that I've been working with. They're sponges. They're spiritual. They've been doing the work. It's not their first rodeo, but they are stuck in this little space where they see so clearly their vision for their life, for their career, their business, their love life, whatever it is. There's something and they see it or feel it when they hear me talk or they see me, they're lit up because they can see it for them too, right? So that's who I feel like I'm calling in. And the thing is that you have to be super open. You have to be desiring to understand yourself and understand your thought patterns, your behaviors, these assumptions, the stories you've made, because I will show them to you. I will make you see them and then you will clear them because you can't repeat them after you see them, right? And so that's what happened with my last client. She became really aware of all these things that she was not aware of at all. It's so cool. Like, and then it's like, oh, duh. Yeah, no more of that. Done. Erased. Like, it's that simple. It's like, it's just like rapid resolution therapy. And that's why I signed on to be trained in this because I was like, wait, that's what I do with my clients. But now there's a name to it. And I'm learning even more about the therapy side of it to really get in and clear everything in one freaking conversation. So I'd love to help you, but only if you are wanting to learn and evolve and you're open-minded and there's something stirring deep inside your soul that says there's more to life than you're experiencing. And you may know what you need to change, but you don't know how and you feel it's time to transform and and time to receive love and self-love and all that that this life that this universe has to offer you and you desire to connect to your intuition now more than ever you're feeling pulled you're feeling guided you feel like there's more for you to live and experience and grab and be and do and have right and you want to have more courage, you want to have more confidence, you want to heal what's blocking you and bridge the gap from where you are now to get to the other side where you are this highest version of you living your freaking dreams and manifesting everything that you desire, right? So coaching with me is visceral, it's emotional, it's raw, it's expressing both the light and the darker sides of you and your past and your present And I'll empower you to access these higher states of awareness and consciousness, especially to consciously choose every day, be intentional about how you're showing up. And that's actually something I wanted to talk about today, being intentional. Every single day, wake up and say, I intend to experience this. I intend to feel this way. I intend to accomplish this. I intend to whatever. Live with intention every single day and not just in the morning. Go from moment to moment with intention. Consciously choose how you're going to show up. I want to work with women that are happy to invest in themselves and not just in the monetary thing and like paying for coaching or something like that, which of course, yes, that, but 
I'm talking about investing in your health, investing in your mind, investing in your soul, investing in elevating your environment, investing in nourishing your body, like investing in loving yourself, taking time for yourself, putting yourself first, like all of these things, raise your frequency, all of these things get you to show up better where you're really loving yourself. You're taking care of yourself. You're putting yourself first. You're treating yourself how you treat the love of your life. You deserve that. You are worthy of that. And I absolutely want to help you, especially with my new training in rapid resolution therapy. Like, This is really powerful stuff that I'm learning and I'm only in the third week of this training. So I actually do want to practice. And so if you're feeling called, send me a DM and we'll set up a a session and I'll just do it in exchange for a testimonial like I mentioned before. But yeah, so this is what what I'm calling in. So if you're feeling lit up by this, then hit me up before like all my spots get booked up because I only have so many hours in a day that I can actually give to somebody to work with them. And I only have so much energy that I can put into this sort of thing, right? And so that's also why you should be charging for the things that you're doing because you only have 24 hours in a day. So if you're sleeping eight of them, you're eating this many of them, you're doing, you're driving or commuting this many of them. So how many are left to actually like do the thing and make money doing it? Right. Like if I only have five hours left in my day where I can actually coach, am I going to charge only one hundred dollars per hour? Uh, No. Right. Like it doesn't make sense when you think about it that way. But I don't care about money for this rapid resolution therapy thing. I want to practice the things I'm learning and I want to see that it actually is impactful and clearing things for people in one conversation. And once I've got that down, I can charge fucking $1,000 or $2,000 for a freaking session or five or 10, whatever the fuck. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, so hit me up. Let's figure this out. And if you are feeling like what I was describing is you, do not ignore that. Like, don't look at your bank account and go, oh my God, I don't, I can't afford coaching, da, da, da. You can't afford not to. Like, you can't stay where you are any longer and looking at your life and, you know, wishing it was better, but not actually doing anything about it, right? And I'm not trying to make you feel bad or anything like that, but I can relate and I actually was you where I was living in New York and I was paycheck to paycheck basically barely making it I had just left the relationship and I was on my own and I stumbled upon this manifestation woman Gabby Bernstein and she actually was hosting her spirit junkie masterclass coaching and I had just learned about her because someone that I met gave me her book for my birthday, The Universe Has Your Back. And that kind of cracked me open and started me on this journey. And then I saw her coaching thing pop up and I was like, okay, this is divine timing. Like this is calling me and clearly I meant to do this. And it was a $2,000 program and I was paying 2,300 in Brent and my paychecks were like 16 or 1700 every two weeks at this time. So I was barely, barely fucking making it. Okay. (laughs) Barely. I'm lucky I had like a I had like a uh, company car and credit card and all these things that they gave me. So like took away a lot of what my expenses would have been. So it allowed me to do better than I actually would have if I didn't have that job. But anyway, so yeah, I 
did it. I put that shit on a credit card and I was like, I have to because this is coming to me for a reason. I'm feeling lit up by it. If I don't do this, then everything will stay the same. And I have no idea like what will come of this. I'm excited about it. Like this will open doors. This will change me. This will like put create a shift in the universe this will energize me this will bring me alive this will awaken something within me and as soon as I did that guess what else happened that became my new baseline like uh, now I'm a person that spends two grand on a coaching program and then later I spent three grand on one and then that was like whoa okay like I keep raising my baseline and inching toward closer and closer to higher numbers that were creating a new normal for me right? So what is your normal right now in how much you spend on yourself in every category? Like run an inventory list on how much you spend for your hair, how much you spend for your nails, how much you spend you wouldn't spend. Oh my God, it's too much. No, I could never go spend that. And I guarantee you the second you do, you go like, oh my God, that wasn't so bad. And I can actually afford that. Like my client had this whole thing about scarcity and they didn't make any more money than they've been making. But all of a sudden they're showing up different. They're investing in themselves. And it started with investing in my group coaching. Then after that, they invested in something else that was around the same price. And after that, they paid $1,111, $1,111 for my first retreat in Hollywood Hills and they had to book the flight, right, for that. And then after that, guess what else? They invested again. Then they invested again. Then they bought a freaking house. Then they are booking uh, an exclusive, like, luxury situation for this destination wedding they're going to. And instead of being cheap, you know, and trying to save money and whatever and getting a little room to accommodate the situation, no, they're actually like, why the fuck not? I deserve it and I could afford it. Like I could, you know, it's like stretching yourself, raising your baseline. That's what I call it. You might have heard other people calling it expanding or something like that. I heard that and I was like, okay, I get it. But for me, it's like you're just raising your baseline of what's normal. So whatever is normal right now, raise it a little bit, just a little inch, a little higher. And then you'll be like, oh, I could do that. We could do that. And then you'll start catching yourself and noticing that you'll do it more and more and more. And for things that light you up, things that energize you, things that excite you, things that make you more powerful and bring your energy on point, raising your frequency, right? You're becoming energetically wealthy. This is powerful. Shit. You're welcome for that free coaching right there. <laughs> no, seriously though, it creates a shift in the energetic field around you. Like you raise your frequency when you do this. So give it a shot and just see how you feel and report back, please. Let me know how it goes. Okay. And so anyway, I was telling you that this is the type of person I'm calling in where they will take what I'm saying and apply it to their lives and then go, oh my God, this is epic. And like things shift fast. And because I will magnify the stories that your subconscious is creating, the the narrative, the story, the assumptions, all that shit, I'm going to show it to you and I'm going to guide you to dismantle them one by one until you've disowned those beliefs completely. They're not true and that's it. And the traits and the patterns and behaviors and whatever that are associated with them, they also go the fuck away, okay? And the purpose of each session or even each episode on this podcast is to bring you closer to your true self. So I hope that when you listen to this, you have a notebook handy because you're you like, I don't know about you, but 
I feel like if I were you, I would have had a bunch of things written down right now. So take the time to journal after you listen to each episode too. Like while you're listening, start writing things down. After you're done, like process, like keep writing. And you'll find yourself like getting into a flow of ideas pouring onto paper where you're inspired and motivated and then take action on them right away. Okay, so that's that. (laughs) <laughs> all right so i'll look forward to your dms or you can email me rita at ritapira.com and i am also calling in a va so if you know somebody who's looking to support someone like me send them my way thank you very much okay um yeah and if you haven't noticed i tell it like it is i tell it like you need to hear it and i make you do it i don't sugarcoat shit i call you out i light a fire under your ass that's just how i roll so if that's not your cup of tea then don't fuck with me because this work requires you to be profoundly honest with yourself and you have to be willing to see the truth of your situation right and the more you connect with your heart and your soul and your inner child your intuition the more you'll embody your true authentic higher self and you'll unlock or unveil and amplify that magnetic glorious beautiful you with all these gorgeous traits and aspects of yourself and what's coming in your life that will guide you to all that you truly deeply desire and yearn for and I know that there's so many things that you want to do and you can't pick one and I know that you aren't really clear on some part of it so you're keeping yourself stuck and you're not taking action or maybe you just don't see how like you're going to get there or maybe you're already doing it and you're just like uh there's some there's some other level of this that you're not getting to or something is blocking you or you want to be more visible you want to show up more authentically and courageously and more confidently and bold and say things that you know maybe trigger people but you're holding yourself back And so we can get to the root of why you are doing that. But you have to be willing to take radical action to redefine your reality. Okay? Like you legit have to take the action. Because clarity comes from action. And I learned this firsthand. I was keeping myself stuck for years and wasn't taking action. And it was actually because of my fear of being seen, fear of judgment, fear of not being good enough, fear of being rejected, like all these different fears. And I was creating those stories in my mind. And once I made my mission and my purpose bigger than myself, bigger than my fears, then I just was like, fuck it. I have to do this. I am being called. I can't deny this calling anymore, especially after I found this freaking journal from like five years ago or so and it said all the same things that I was wanting to do and I was like wow all that time passed and I didn't do shit that's fucked up I can't let more time pass I gotta do something I gotta do it now and that's what really lit the fire under my ass I also know especially with rapid resolution therapies that the truth is stored in your body And so you'll have like physical symptoms and such. And that's because you weren't paying attention to your emotions. So if you're stuffing your emotions down, you're not feeling things, you're afraid to feel them, you're afraid to look at them or bring them to the light or examine them at all. You're just like stuffing them, stuffing them, stuffing them, putting a smile on your face and you're just not in congruence or in integrity with yourself or any of that. That's when 
you will start seeing physical symptoms. So when people have shit happen to them, you know, their health out of nowhere, it's not out of nowhere, baby. It's been brewing. It's been building. The stuff that you've been eating in moderation, not just food, you're eating your emotions. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's catching up, right? So if you want to be someone who has their energy on point, you got to really hone in on nourishing your body, nurturing your mind, elevating your environment, raising your frequency by what you're consuming through your eyes, your ears, your mouth. These are all things that we would work on together and more, so much more. But that's the thing is like no one can help you change until you decide to commit to opening your heart and your mind and doing this work, right? To become whole, to have a real transformation. And maybe it'll just take one conversation. I did not intend for that to rhyme, but here we are. So again, if you're feeling called, hit me up and let's do this. Also, one last thing. If you missed the masterclass, never fear, the recording is here. You can actually buy the recording. I'm going to link it in the show notes. And if you don't want to pay for it, you can just leave a review and take a screenshot of it before you hit submit and send it to me on Instagram. DM me at rawveganrita or email it to rita at ritapira.com. Oh my God, this episode was so much fun. I hope you had a blast because I sure the fuck did. And this was just like, ah, one of my favorite episodes probably. Yay. Okay, so that's it. I'm done. I got to go. I have to pack. I'm moving again. I love Bali. I never want to leave. But I miss Frankie, my little pupper. So I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. Shh, don't.